Okay, hi everybody. This is another episode of On Purpose. Uh, the Dr. John Duffy and wait, the Heidi Stevens and Dr. John Duffy podcast on the ladder, and the former is uh, it's right alphabetical the city by with first me. name. <laughs> hi Heidi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, good. We've we've got some interesting things I think to talk about. We here. should jump um, right in because you're so, you're busy. Why don't man. we do that? You got places to be. We're both. I I, I think. Well, I've been doing a lot of very conservative media. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I've got uh, some more of that to do. I found a whole new niche for myself. Okay. How is Hannity? Is he? How is he like a? <laughs> that hairline is dropping closer to the eyebrow. Which is amazing. <laughs> I have a good derm if he needs some Botox. <laughs> you uh, might need a little help there. Yeah. Okay. Let him know. I could give you her card to give him. Um, but that's not Fair what we're enough. talking about today. We're not talking no, about the this whole um, time, are we? Well, not the whole time. Okay. I think we've given him his due, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> um, we were talking a minute ago about marriage and like what's happening with the generation, the next generation, and how do they look at relationships and marriage and sex and all of that? Yep. Um, and and maybe we should spend a minute on that because I will um, just just looking at um, my son's generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the twenty fives down to the twenties or so. Um, mm-hmm. This group is not talking marriage the way I was talking marriage when I was his age. I was a year or two older, and that's when Julie and I got married. Yeah. Um, kids now, um, the idea of um, getting married is off the table for a lot of kids, mm-hmm. kids that I work with, uh, or the idea of urgency around it, um, or, you know, working around, you know, a... Um, you know, the timeline, um, kind of the biological clock of or, yeah. or, or, or any other timeline. This is not th- this generation seems unbothered by that and yeah. in no hurry to like just follow a tradition because their parents went this route, you know. Um, and I find it really pretty interesting because it feels on the whole far healthier in a way than, than what my generation did. You know, I was, um, on a call with a bunch of friends from, um, college not long ago and realized the percentage of us who had been, not me, but the person who had been divorced uh, Mm -hmm. at least once was really high. Um, and a lot of kids tell me like, I don't know if I want to go through that, especially if they've got divorced parents, but not, not, not solely, you know, um, there's and there's kind of this attention to overpopulation of the planet and um, but also wanting to live their own lives for yeah. quite some time before they're connected permanently to somebody else. Do you notice anything similar? OK, I'm really glad we're talking about this um, and I'm really glad to get your perspective on it, because this is one of those things where, you know, I I have my own observations from what, you know, my kids say and what their friends say when I'm driving them somewhere or they're, you know, at my kitchen table or whatever. Hmm. But I never know how 
accurate of a sample I'm getting and how how many sort of like, you know, broad conclusions I'm trying to draw based on like one, you know, set of kids and one friend group. Um, And but I mean, statistically, you know, marriage is at a all time low in in the United States and not just because of the pandemic like that. It's been trending downward for, you know, a decade or two. Um, I I'm super curious to hear what what your clients, you know, your teenage and and young, you know, 20s clients say about it. Um, I think I share your, I don't know if optimism is the right word about it, but your sort of positive take on it, because I, I do feel like the less mandatory marriage feels for people, um, the more likely they are to enter into marriage for the right best reasons when they're just Mm -hmm. crazy about the other person and cannot imagine a life without that person by their side forever and ever and ever and not right sort of less ideal reasons like well i need the financial security or well my parents really think it's time or well you know like sort of reasons that are to please you know um a, a set of social constructs or, you know, as you said, some kind of deadline, but, but more like, <clears throat> you know, if I meet the right person and, and, and just can't imagine life without them, then yeah, I'll get married. And if that doesn't happen, then yeah, I won't. And like, I'm pretty fine either way. I, I feel like that's a really healthy trend. I, I know that there are people who would see it as a hand wringing trend, that that's like a, a major necessary institution in our country. And if it starts to go by the wayside, there's all sorts of, you know, terrible side effects. I I feel like it lays the groundwork for marriages to be, you know, healthier and longer lasting when people Mm -hmm. are, you know, entering them out of, you know, just um, a desire to be Mm -hmm. simply married to this person, not simply married. Do you know what I mean? Um, like a hundred percent. Yeah. So I'm always sort of optimistic when I hear, um, young people talk about it, uh, even my kids and you know, my son's 11. It's not like really on his radar, but, but, but a little bit is when we'll talk about my own divorce or remarriage or just, you know, like if they have a friend who's, you know, one of his friend's moms is engaged and the wedding's in August. And so, you know, we're, Marriage isn't like completely off his radar, even though he's a sixth grade boy. Um, so, but, but they both feel like, you know, it's not inevitable that, that they'll get married and they might even kind of avoid it. Um, <laughs> and I, yeah. don't, I don't hear that as, um, as a, a, a failure on anybody's part, mine or or societies, I hear it as like, cool, they like, they don't feel like their lives have been scripted for them. And that they're going to have to at some point settle on, you know, a person or a calling or anything, they just sort of feel like I'll do the thing that feels the best to me. And that that's always going to be my bias to have, you know, people of any age, especially young people um, feel like that is open to them. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting to hear you talk about it because I I was as I was talking, I was thinking like why do I feel so optimistic about this? And part of it is exactly what you were saying, Heidi, that that there isn't this mandate in in this generation 
to to get married. It's not this perfunctory, like, you know, necessary thing. Um, and so it, it truly is, um, if it happens, it's a choice and it's a, it's a direction that they're going to want to take their lives. And, um, and I think the fear on the other side that, that we hear a lot of is, you know, ooh, that's kind of, we're talking about the breakdown of American families, you know, right. people like start living together and mixing and matching and, you know, like, you know, then, then move in with somebody else. And, Failure uh, to and commit. I, don't, I just don't, right, 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 right. And I'm not, I'm not seeing that in, in young people, you know, like yeah. I, I think they actually choose what they commit to. And it's not always this kind of um, cookie cutter lifestyle. Right. So, right. Um, and I think that's going to, I, I think it's going to make for happier people. And, um, and probably, uh, relationships that work better, right? Because they're, um, because whatever, uh, whatever label you have on your relationship, um, it'll feel right to people as opposed to like, Ooh, you know, I'm in my late twenties. Uh, this feel, it, it feels like time. All my friends are starting to do this. Um, that definitely was, the vibe when I was, you know, 27 or 28 years old, it seemed Same. like everybody was getting married. Right. You know, um, yep. and, and there was this perceived mm, definitely, you know, I don't, I don't think I felt it cause I got married pretty young, but like amongst guys who were older than me and, and, and girls who were older than me, definitely this perceived pressure, like, you know, Oh, well, parents are on you and grandparents yep. are on you and grandkids are expected. And, um, yeah, I, I think that that those are like some of the worst reasons to, you know, get married, because then you then I think you start looking for somebody who maybe mm, this roughly feels good enough, you know, um, right. and you're then, then this what you're looking for isn't just a relationship that feels fulfilling and that you enjoy, but, you know, somebody that meets certain resume requirements and that, my experience would suggest that uh, doesn't usually work very well. So I, yeah, I agree. Um, and my uh, life would support your resume experience. <laughs> uh, uh, but um, I'm curious whether you think parents and grandparents are still putting that pressure out there and young people have just gotten better at shrugging it off um, because I think they're better at shrugging off most of our bullshit um, than we were at their age. <laughs> yes. um, and so, or if parents have also shifted, cause you see, you know, parent age people and uh, kid age people. Yep. Um, and I, I know I find myself sometimes having conversations with other parents where I feel like, I'm not on the same page as they are on this topic or on sort of the tangential topics that, that, um, you know, shoot off from this one. For example, yeah. I think one thing that accompanies this shift is, um, a shift in the power dynamics, um, in relationships. So I think, um, when as recently as when I was in high school and college and, you know, I'm in my forties and like, I just graduated, but I didn't go to high school and college in the fifties. Um, you know, I graduated <laughs> high school in 92 and, and college in 96. Um, it, it's still mostly, and there were exceptions of course, but it still mostly felt like you, you're 
goal sort of as a girl was to, you know, um, get a boy to like you and, um, you know, keep him interested in you. And then eventually, you know, find a boy that likes you enough to even propose. And then you settle down and that's your life. And, And I'm taking all of the LGBTQ stuff out of the equation and just being very, stereotypical here i realize but i'm just saying sort of conventionally that was sort of in the air um that was in rom-coms that was in sitcoms that was in your high school hallways um and so the boys sort of had the upper hand and the power because you were you know trying for the most part um some part of you to get them interested keep them interested um, eventually get them to settle down and, and get married to you. Um, yeah. now that that's it, it, from what I'm seeing anyway, certainly among my daughter and her friends, now that that is really not even in the top 100 list of things to care about, um, it <laughs> feels like the power is leveling out so that like, if boys pull some dumb shit the girls are like bye like there's no like yeah. incentive to sort of like stick around and be mistreated or like we were i was having this conversation with friends the other night and one of the dads was talking about warning his teenage daughter about um sort of uh reputation following her around throughout high school because of some of the stuff that you know, boys might share with their friends, um, which was like yeah. awesome that he's talking to his daughter about this stuff. And like, I love hearing, especially when dads are talking to their kids about relationship stuff. So like, that was awesome. But I was also at the same time thinking like, I don't know if I, I like, I hear a story about, you know, a boy spreading, you know, rumors or even truth about what a girl will or won't do. And I think like, then the girls are like, well, screw that guy. Um, you know, he tells his friends stuff that we wouldn't want his friends to know. So like, he's out. Like, I just feel like it, the power has shifted. Like they're, they're no longer sort of in charge of what girls do or don't do or what people say or don't say about girls or like they're, it's not like Bridgerton where like, you know, <laughs> you're either like marriage material or you're you know, discarded in the alley. Like it's right. You know, and I, and I shouldn't necessarily use Bridgerton as an example, because I actually think fairly recently and in the United States, that was still the case. I don't think it is anymore, but I want to hear your thoughts because I'm very much basing this on the conversations that happen, you know, under my roof with my kids and their friends. And that might not be like, um, uh, a good sample, like an accurate sample, I should yeah. say. Well, no, I, I, it's but it's not bad um, in, in my in my experience because I'm I'm almost laughing at like, oh yeah, I remember now <laughs> that you're right that it used to be, <laughs> you know, and I have to remind myself that it used to be the boys seemed to, truly did seem to have the upper hand, um, and that you know the purpose of adolescence in a lot of ways and young adulthood for girls and young women was kind of like almost the, the opposite, like wooing a boy, right? Getting, getting a guy to interested enough to, to marry you. And I'm, I'm kind of almost laughing because I, 
Um, lately, I've been working with um, uh, more girls and young women than I ever have in the past. And um, and not that, you know, um, and, and again, we'll talk in a very cisgender, like straight way for, right. for the sake of discussion here and, and brevity. But um, there, certainly relationships are on their radar and are interesting to them. But that's not what we're talking about. You know, like we, there are mm-hmm. so many other things that matter in their lives um, that that we are focused on. Uh, that 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 you know it's kind of very back burnery stuff. I mean, and and certainly there isn't this kind of um, this if so, if there's a breakup. Um, I am finding oddly, you know, to kind of like add to your point that um, girls are pretty resilient to a mm-hmm. breakup. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, guys a little less so. Mm-hmm. And we can save this part for maybe a different conversation because I have some thoughts about why that is and why um, I think maybe boys and young men are defining themselves through women in the relationships that they're having more than they used to. Um, yeah. Because they're having, they're struggling, they're, they're struggling, I think, more than girls are with uh, some identity issues. Girls, I think, recognize maybe subconsciously, maybe overtly that they've got power and that they're powerful and and they can um they don't have to cancel a boy in order to just say oh i'm done with him and you guys you girls should be done with him too like you know Mm -hmm. like that he was bad news he's you know um took this picture off my phone and yeah that was uncool and so no it's, it's a hard no um and let's move on with our lives um but also you know um I'm trying to think of the thing the, the types of things I'm talking with girls about are more about like missing out on an athletic season or, you know, like academically, right. how is this year going to play out in the course of things, you know? Right. And right. So I, they very much picture a life where, um, they're, they're, um, they have careers and they're making money and they're, um, capable and strong and kind of all the things I would hope that people want for all their kids, but maybe their daughters in particular now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think that that um, girls have adopted a lot of that thinking, you know, that, you know, like we are going to have lives, you know, um, and it's very matter of fact. It's kind of not, um, there, it's not, I, I don't hear like, we're the first generation of, of young women that's going to, you know, unbridgerton ourselves. You right. know? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, I think they're very much like, uh, they're just empowered. Um, right. and it's, it's, it's just a very matter empowered of fact. And, and sometimes go ahead. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, Please. I just think, uh, and, and, and would roll their eyes at the word empowered, even as they heard us <laughs> saying it, because For it's sure. so like, I, I mean, I just, this is going to sound like it's out of left field and it doesn't really match up, but like when we went to, um, a family funeral a month ago, um, and saw lots of relatives that, you know, haven't, hadn't seen my daughter in probably 10 years, you know, she was five or whatever. Um, and two different uncles, you know, the really only thing they said to her the whole, you know, weekend that we were there was, um, you got a boyfriend. And (laughs) she was like, 
know. Um, and then, you know, that was the end of the conversation. And I can remember being a kid and, and those same uncles and my grandpa. And, and, and every time we'd go see that side of my family, that's what they would ask you, your boyfriend. Um, and I remember feeling embarrassed that I didn't like, no, I don't. I guess I'm like, wow. that's embarrassing. Um, and she was like embarrassed for them that they would ask that, like that that's wow. what they would ask a teenage girl. Like, wow, that's embarrassing. Uh, you right. know, like I'm on rowing, like I'm, at, <laughs> I'm on debate. Like what, I literally like just got my driver's permit. Like what, you know, like that's, the question you came up with like oh my god right. like she wasn't upset it was just like wow that's what i'm saying about the right, that's it's like pathetic, it's not right? like yeah look at us we've come so far we're empowered it's just like what's wrong with you that that would you would think that would be the big yeah. deal of my life um so it's kind of head spinning how fast it happened um it i don't think we've as adults and parents quite caught up i'm trying because i do think it's a, an okay and even good shift but i don't know it's fascinating it is fascinating um and i i it, your example is such a great one right because i don't think we have caught up and that it is funny to think about that question right and you know and i think about like um yeah, the girls I work with and your daughter and all the things they have and all the things they are. And, um, you know, and the thing and these are the things they focus on in their lives um, that are, you know, like kind of make up a person. Right. You know, like um, I'm, I'm a roar. I debate. I, you know, I'm, an, I'm a scholar. Right. Um, all this other stuff. Right. You know that. Um, yeah, I can see where she's like. Oh my God, that was right. the most ridiculous question. Right. <laughs> it's like I'm mortifying for you. <laughs> oh, for you, not for me, for you. Yes, yes. For the asker, exactly. right, right. And, yeah. and I agree with you about like, you know, as I said the word empowerment, I was thinking, yes, that would be laughable in that it's kind of like, oh, we don't even, that doesn't matter. You know, like that, that, that label means nothing to me. I'm right. just living my life. You know, it's exactly. kind of like, it's like uh, very matter of fact, like I'm, I'm just living my life and should a boyfriend come along? Okay, great. Yeah. That could work out for a while. Maybe, yep. you know, like, and maybe right. not like, we'll have to see how it fits, you know, <laughs> yep. but you know, uh, in a way I like what, what I'm blown away by, by these girls I'm working with is how, they, they don't suffer bullshit very well they, mm -hmm. they, at all, you know, um, and, um, and, and, and they're the, the equality they feel with the boys around them is, is very matter of fact. It's not kind of, um, you know, this kind of um, statement, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's no, they're, they're not professing any hashtag. They're just kind of like themselves. It's yeah. organic to them, you know? Um, right. And so I don't know, maybe, maybe we're giving parents credit and saying, you know, like you're doing something very right, especially with your girls. And, you know, if, if that means even stepping back or not just asking about boyfriends, but asking about like what else is going on in their lives, that's, maybe yeah. that's the way to go and the way to, a way to, to get to know them mm -hmm. a little bit better um, mm -hmm. because they're, they're moving, man. Like it is different and it's changing it is changing fast and it's hard to argue if anybody has a, an argument against this, you know, I would love to hear it because it all feels positive to me. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so, too. That's a really good point about giving parents credit, though, because, I mean, these kids didn't raise themselves. I mean, in, in right. some ways, they, they sort of are in a way. But um, but certainly, you know, these shifts have been helped along by by a lot of, you know, um, empowered, <laughs> open minded, supportive grownups in their lives. And that's awesome to see, I think. It is. It is. And I, I love like, um, you know, uh, as, as easily as now, now all these sports are in seasons and, and, and kids are starting to come into the office. And as easily as I can see, you know, um, a boy showing up here and just making a mess of my couch and like the area around it with the l- lacrosse outfit, you know, mm-hmm. the whole <laughs> uniform and stuff that could be a girl too now, you know, like, yeah. and, and, um, and that, that's, that's just pretty awesome, you know, like, um, and, and it's kind of like a shrug all the way around, like, which probably should have been a long time ago. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So they a better place. Better like that. Right. Yeah. And we're probably a little late. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> You're probably late for Hannity, aren't you? You have to go. I gotta and... get, I got, yeah. uh, Sean is calling right now. Uh, okay. <laughs> so no, I get it. Up. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> he has a bigger right. following than I do. <laughs> uh, we do have a podcast coming up as well. Um, Hannity and Duffy, um, the news. <laughs> <laughs> the news. Okay. <laughs> the news has little air quotes around it. I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Good. Okay. Uh, yes, I'll purpose. be a guest on it. Fine. Uh, thank you, Heidi. <laughs> We're, I, thanks for not making me ask. <laughs> uh, All right. All right. Have a good couple of weeks. Yeah. We'll talk too. to you soon. Okay. Bye.